Hello, I'm Ben Buddy Slack, and I'm the founder of the Swan Song Project. Swan Song Project is a charity that helps people facing under their lives to write and record their own original songs. I've been doing a series of interviews with songwriters where I ask them to share with us one of their songs, tell us a little bit about how they wrote it, to share with us a songwriting tip that might be useful to new songwriters, and also for a song that's meaningful to them in some way relating to bereavement. This episode features Sif Jacobson, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, today I'm here with Sif Jacobson, also known as Lilac's daughter. Thanks for joining us, Sif. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. So uh, if anyone's seen these interviews before, you know, I'll do them in three sections. First, uh, my guest is going to play one of their songs for us, and then we're going to have a little chat about how they wrote that. Section two, um, Sif's going to share with us a songwriting tip that might be useful for new songwriters. And then section three, we're going to talk about a song that's meaningful in some way to my guest relating to bereavement. So I'm going to hand you over to Sif now and you can uh, introduce your song and take it away whenever you're ready. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm going to play a song that is not released. Getting there. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Uh, and it's called Lay Down Your Guard. Covers his eyes as he makes his way through the dark. Vision will keep him afloat. Lies become true if you tell them often enough. Ooh, ooh, and lay down your guard, Tell anyone how you really feel if you dare lie your fearful something new and guide you. Reflection of truth as he catches your eye, helpless he contemplates. Soon enough he'll take his place. Say please, won't you sing?
Thank you. Ian, yeah, great stuff. Thanks, Thanks. for that, Seth. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, so what was that one called, you say? Sorry? What was that song called? It's called uh, Lay Down Your Guard. Lay Down Your Guard, great stuff. Yeah. So what can you tell us about writing that? You say it's, uh, it's not released yet, is it? Is it one you've had it's for a while? It's not released or? yet, no. Yeah, I've had it for a long time, so I've spent... Um, for about four years just writing and collecting material and I'm gonna record all of it and release it in one big go call it letters from England and this is one of the letters oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah so it's um I kind of wanted to write songs that my first album is very based on it's very ego orientated and or like towards myself um, and my own feelings and really only considering me <laughs> which I in hindsight I felt it was super selfish and uh, <laughs> it was all about my feelings and I started to think well maybe it'd be nice to write about other people and and how in in my view they are perceived and to just sort of make them feel seen and heard so this song is about like when you meet people that you don't necessarily know that well, your acquaintances, and it's common to ask, how are you? And the other person always says, well, I'm, I'm good. Sometimes it gets emphasized, like, yeah, I'm really, really good. And you kind of think it's okay. Like, if you're not okay, you can tell me. Like, I don't, I won't judge. I won't, I'll just hold space for you. So that's what this song is about. It's sort of the, to everyone who feels they have to say that they're okay. It's like, well, you don't have to. You can lay down your guard and, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. That was the, the idea behind this track. Yeah, yeah that's really nice. Uh, nice, nice way of going about it. And what was your process like for writing it? Did you have, um, I guess, that concept and then did the lay down your guard phrase come to mind straight away for it? Or did you have the phrase and um, build it from there? I, I usually first come up with like a bit of a chord progression that sounds nice to me. It's usually melancholic. <laughs> that seems to be my sound. Um, and then, and then words just kind of come, and it'll be like a sort of. It's usually from an from an episode of something that's happened to me that's playing on my mind. And you know, you know, we have these little episodes that happen that just you you go and repeat in your mind about it, and you start. You can't stop thinking about it. And for me, it's such a release to be able to just write it and then it's like out of the way. So that was what it was. And it just, the you can lay down your guard. It just came straight from having had that encounter with the person where I felt like, like this person was just trying to emphasize that they're doing much better than I maybe think that they were. Mm. And it made me just feel like, I wish I would have said in the time that I met that person, I wish I would have said, you know, if you're not okay, that's okay too. And so that's why it just sort of all came together after the chord progressions. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Is that the way you say that's how you normally write? Then you come up with a chord progression and then you let the ideas, the lyrical ideas follow 
follow suit. Yeah, I think so. I think I'll have like an idea of what I want to write about. <laughs> it's the dog. <laughs> um, and then and then the lyrics sort of come. Sometimes I'll have lyrics written, or more like I write. I'll write down what happened, sort of in a poetic letter kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like I don't write. I don't write a poem. And it's not like I write the lyrics. It's just like a letter that is old-fashioned almost, if that makes sense. You want it to sound nice. And then I can take that and bring it into lyrics. And you take individual phrases and sort of make it fit. Yeah, that's a really nice way. Yeah, that's a nice way of doing it, isn't it? Letter writing feels almost like a lost art in many ways, is that people don't like write as many letters these days. I used to it do is, a lot. Yeah. yeah. I write so many letters now, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a treat when you do get a letter, isn't it? It's like, it does just feel yeah. like, uh, you say, you, yeah. Um, I used to do a thing where if I was struggling with lyrics, I'd, I'd, write, I'd try and write prose, I'd try and write like a story. And then I'd do that until, because I found it almost like tricked my brain into, and then from the prose, I'd pull out things where like, oh, that's actually a nice lyric. Oh, that's a nice lyric. But trying to write in a, a less structured manner, I guess, allowed my ideas to yeah. come come out which I imagine might be a similar thing with writing in letters I think it is and I think for like that is actually a really good tip I think for songwriters is to not jump ahead like don't don't worry too much about it being a good lyric just yet like literally just write down what you're going to write about and you can always then once you've written it down you can reform it you know you can choose different words or you can choose different uh, metaphors and you can just completely reshape it so it's sort of building it from being just the story or just the episode or just the feelings that you're having and then you write it down as if you're telling someone and then maybe you can turn it into like you can rewrite it into something that's a little bit more of a poetic letter kind of thing and then from there you can really turn it into lyrics I think that's a really good stepping stone because often when you think, oh, I want to write about this and you think, oh, I'm going to come up with these really great lyrics, you're just going too far ahead and it just, nothing comes out that sounds good enough to actually be used or, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really good, uh, good advice. Um, I'm interested in, you say you're going to do this um, Songs from England um, collection. How many, how many, Letters Letters from England is going to be called, isn't it? Is that the name of the the album that you plan to do? I'm sure I'm interested in how many of these you've got now and how big a, a collection it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> I've had to I've had to um, say no to some of my songs and just be like, "You're not allowed," because <laughs> <laughs> I had to narrow it down. In my in my mind, an album is twelve songs. I don't know where that number comes from. It's just that's how it is in my mind, and so it's it'll be. I just had like from because I studied songwriting so I had four years worth of songs and I just picked out the ones that I felt were strongest and closest to my heart and so those 12s are going to be the 12 letters from England that will then be on the album yeah it takes this great deal of discipline to write songs and then throw them away (laughs) (laughs) or or not throw them away but you know yeah they're just sort of they're kept in a file and Maybe there'll be like some unreleased singles yeah, later be, on. Yeah, we'll see. Rarities collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And do you have a, uh, a timeline in mind of when you're looking to release that? Or is that all a bit up in the air at the minute with everything going on of when you'll be able to record? Um, I, I think once lockdown is over, I'm going to start recording. And then I'm honestly, I'm just going to let it take its time. I've been very back and forth between releasing in singles or in EPs because that seems to be what most people are doing. Um, but if I follow my heart and I think about how I actually want to do it, it doesn't seem right for me to be releasing it, this whole album in singles and in EPs. So I want to release it in like one full album, but I don't want to set a time because I don't know how long it will actually take me to feel like, okay, it's done now, you know? Yeah. Um, so all I know is when I'm going to start it and that's going to be after lockdown. And I will be doing this song in particular, I'll be doing a release of as a live uh, recording that will be on both on YouTube and then the actual audio will be released on streaming services as well. So there'll be little um, sort of hints of certain songs that will be on the album. But I'm, yeah, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to release any of the studio recording until it's all gathered and all together. And then it'll be one big package yeah, yeah, <laughs> of letters. Yeah, that'll be really nice. So uh, I'll tag your page and stuff in the this description of this so people can follow you and uh, keep an eye on cool. the, the uh, upcoming release. Um, so should we move into section two now? So this is where I ask my guests for a songwriting tip that might be useful for new songwriters. Um, so we've kind of had some, some great tips already in there, but have you got a specific tip that you would uh, like to share with us, Sif? Um, I think for me, just really allowing yourself to be inspired by other people, um, both by other songs. Sometimes if it's hard for me to write or to come up with, like, because I was in a situation where I actually had to write within a certain amount of time, I had to have so much written and recorded, um, I would often find myself doing the same thing over and over. And for that, I would pick something that I felt like I enjoyed listening to it, but I couldn't write that. And then I would challenge myself to write something similar. And I think that is okay. I think there's a lot of fear of people taking, stealing or not being original or just doing something that's been done before. And I don't, I think as long as your heart is in it, that shouldn't be a worry. So, because you'll always be original in which case, you know. So let yourself be inspired by other artists. And also really my main thing is like collaboration. Collaborate with other people, even if it's other, uh, just people who write. It doesn't have to be musicians or if it's people, musicians who play, but they don't write songs, you know those sort of collaborations you learn from each other and then that stays with you all of these little lessons that you have and yeah collaborate don't be scared just collaborate yeah that's great advice yeah it's something um i was talking to someone else recently about collaboration and how it's something that i wish i'd done at an earlier age i think when i was first getting something i was very i was very nervous about the idea of collaborating and the people would think yeah. that my ideas were stupid and that, you know, mm -hmm. that, that everyone else would be like, you know, great lyric and great, you know, tune after, after, you know, straight away and I'd be full of rubbish ideas. But it's definitely something that um, the more I've done it, the more I've got out of it and the more I've enjoyed it. And yeah, the, I wish it was something I'd done sooner, really. Um, mm. 
and I think that's really good advice as well to not just work with the songwriters as such but other people who just just play a certain instrument or just write lyrics and you can cross over yeah. all sorts of different things can't you and it's a big it is a big there's a big like wall in when you start collaborating you'll like step into a big wall called ego <laughs> and that wall will keep you from collaborating because you will think I'm not as good as this person and so this person won't like anything I do or I can't keep up or you know and I, I still have that and I have that every day I battle with myself thinking oh you know I work with these musicians on my stuff and I'm I cannot comprehend or understand how come they can be bothered to work with me because they're so good you know and I have this whole like I beat myself up about not being as good as they are and but you have to remember the whole thing of like no one can be you and so if you go into that room collaborating with that sort of ego okay well this is my ego and I'm gonna cut a piece open and then I'm gonna take my ego and put it here in this drawer and I'm really gonna leave it there and then I will not be judging what the other person is doing but likewise I won't be judging myself because at the end of the day I think when you collaborate you'll find that both people are sat there judging themselves more than they're judging each other so if you can start to let go of your own judgment you'll find that this collaboration will just snowball and get better and better and like you say, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it as well. So it's, it's the main thing, and I think in the whole industry as well. If you want to, regardless whether you want to take your music somewhere or you just want to do it as a hobby, I think if you look at the industry, um, it does, there's nowhere in the music industry that collaboration doesn't happen. Usually when you find released tracks, you'll, if you go and see who's written this track, you'll find that there's probably two to three songwriters and one or two producers on this one track, right? So everyone collaborates. It's just such an important part of music. Yeah, yeah, I think you're totally right. I think there's a lot as well, like, you know, sometimes you get these iconic great songwriters and you assume that they've just written all these songs by themselves. And even if they're listed as that, like say there's producers who have had, you don't know how much influence the other people and their bandmates and just people they jam with and meet with. And it's like, um, it all feeds into into people's songs and that. So yeah, I think yeah. That's, uh, that's great advice. So thanks for that. Um, let's move into section three now, shall we? So this is where uh, I ask my guests to choose a song that's meaningful to them in some way relating to bereavement. Um, so what I'll do now is I'll ask Sif to introduce the song she's chosen in a moment and then I'll put the link in the description to this video. So if you're watching it, you can pause us and go and listen to the song and then come back and we're going to have a little bit of a chat about it. So uh, what song did you choose for us, Sif? So I, choose, I chose, um, sorry, <laughs> just going to let the dog through again. <laughs> what, what's the dog called? Uh, she's called Moot, which is a character from the Moomins. Uh, the little girl with the top knot, because um, okay. she always looks angry, and <laughs> and I always look angry when I'm tired. <laughs> so I kind of had this like I wanted this dog to be similar to me, <laughs> and so I I named it after my alter ego me. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I chose the song uh, called "When It Breaks" by Possessed by Paul James, and um, there are a lot of reasons why I chose this. Um, I wanted to choose a piece of music that most people haven't heard and haven't listened to 
I'm very, I'm a very, very big fan of underground Americano music. And there are this little group of people in America that are just amazing, amazing songwriters. And Possessed by Paul James is one of them. He's such an amazing lyricist. And I think one of the things that I really like about him and his lyrics is he's so he's he's just a regular person. He's a school teacher. Like I saw this interview with him where he was like, most of all, I'm a I'm a father and a husband. And secondly, you know, I'm a school teacher. And then, you know, I'm kind of a violinist and I'm a shit songwriter. And I was <laughs> like, that I think that's really great because that that means that the lyrics that come out of his stuff is extremely relatable for all all people because it's so grounded. Um, and this song when it breaks is just one of them and it's sort of the whole idea of he like he literally said what you're gonna do when it breaks and then he's just saying well you're gonna you're gonna keep on going like all of these things will happen in life and it, life will break but you just kind of you keep on going and it's not a forceful like you gotta keep on going mm. like it's more of a you're just gonna stand back up like and then learn from that you know but and I feel like that really related to to your project in regards to sort of having that slap in the face from life and then you sort of you go back you get back up and you you grow from it and I think that's the whole point of Possessed by Paul James is all of his lyrics are about these things in life that are quite taboo and they're hard to talk about and but he sings about it and he makes like I said he makes it feel like you're normal for feeling this way and you're normal for experiencing these things you know so that's why i chose him and that song yeah yeah it's a beautiful song i said yeah i hadn't heard of it before i hadn't heard of possessed by paul james before i'm looking forward to listening to some more now um and yeah listening to it the first time that was what that yeah that line what you're gonna do when it breaks you're gonna keep on uh keep on keep on coming or keep on running i think he says isn't it but yeah he keeps changing it which is cool as well yeah. but yeah, <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a powerful thing of um yeah it, it reminds me of this exercise that um tim ferris talks about called fear setting where it's about kind of defining what what you're scared of and then what you would what you would do in that that case and a lot of the time when you kind of put it down it doesn't seem as bad it's kind of like well if you know this is what i'm really scared of happening actually if that happened this is how i deal with it and then mm. it's like so even if even if, the, if that bad thing happens I've, i kind of know that i can deal with it in a way that's one of the things that came to mind for me with it it's like yeah what are you gonna do when it breaks you know you're gonna keep going you're gonna yeah 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 it's, it's, it's exactly. a powerful song it's just it's the groundedness of it it's the i think there's so much music that i personally sometimes struggle to relate to i can enjoy it um but i can often struggle to relate because it does it feels very up here mm. you know it's very it's very unreal almost and it's more like an escape where for me music is not an, an escape it's like a a means to meditation and i think it is for many people who write songs i think if you if you're a songwriter you're you're going inwards and you're learning about yourself um regardless of what level you're writing songs on 
that's what happens right and it can be that in itself can be a scary thing to go inwards and that's what meditation is as well you know you look at yourself and you go inwards and you start to understand yourself better which is frightening (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah that's what's so amazing about this music and a lot of the other americano stuff that i listen to is that it's the lyrics are grounded they're here and they're real and they're human and they're not they're not too lifted away from what we're scared of all the time yeah yeah it's a real craft to be able to deliver such um such meaning and such um such powerful things in in very simple terms as well as what i always feel like i always think just you know, a song that can do a lot with a little where it's not it's not being fancy or convoluted it's just but there's so much to it as well uh, yeah and yeah it's a real it's a real style of songwriting that i uh want to want to improve my own abilities that i've trying to you know work in that direction because it's uh yeah it's an amazing and and uh americana and country music i think is always good for and blues as well as you know it's there's very mm. rarely a lot of complicated lyrics <laughs> um but there's always so much so much meaning to them yeah definitely yeah great stuff yeah well thanks a lot for joining me sif i really appreciate it yeah, um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i encourage everyone to follow uh lilac's daughter is the the artist name isn't it yeah that's it lilac's yeah. daughter <laughs> so, yeah, so i'll uh, i'll tag all the pages in that and you can uh follow and keep an eye out for um letters from england uh, hopefully it's not uh, too long before before the lockdown ends and you can uh, start on the recordings. Let's hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining me. Thanks for watching everyone. I'll be back with another episode soon.